the honor now to uh, present the speaker of this hour. And, uh, you know, when I look at preaching, I've always said this about him. Right? When I look at preaching, I look at preaching in two ways. When I'm specific about preaching, I'm talking about exhorting. But then there's a part of preaching that is teaching. I think I'm more, I lean more on that teacher side, exhorting. Here's this brother here. Amen. And I try to, sometimes I try to touch on that exhorting part, you know, and, uh, you know, I try to just, uh, you know, get a few rhymes in there and talking about seasoning salt and all that stuff, you know, just to touch his lane. But, uh, but I know where, I know where my lane is. This brother here, I, I tell you, he's, he has a way of bringing the word, and I'm talking about Elder Lester here. He has a way of bringing the word that just uh, gives me joy. And, and, and when he, uh, you could tell when he's like in the pocket. Because, you know, not only is, is the towel going and he's sweating, but, but, but he has a little change in voice and, uh, and he gives you a couple of, <laughs> gives you a couple of those and I say, he's there. <laughs> We're about to get it now. So today, I don't know if he's going to preach himself happy, but I'm just letting you know I enjoy you, brother. So I'm uh, introducing uh, to some, but presenting the others, uh, Elder Lester, Larry Lester. This morning, being your present this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. It's a blessing being the house of the Lord. Amen. It's a blessing to come and to celebrate his goodness and his mercy. And we thank him for that. Um while you are standing here, I'm going to read scripture, then I go right into the prayer. Amen. It's coming from Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pasture. He leads me beside the still water. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil. For you are with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. You prepare the table before me even in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and O oh Lord, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
Amen. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you this morning. We thank you, Lord. We see another day. Father, the Bible reminds us that you said that to you one day, it's like a thousand years. Even though we lay down and we wake up constantly for years and years, but to you is one day. Your blessing and your promises still reign. And Father, we thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you because of your goodness and mercy. We know that you blessed someone, not only today, but last week that you brought somebody out the hospital, an accident which could have caused someone's life that you brought them through. You even saved some from themselves. And Lord, you constantly look out for our children. Hallelujah. And Lord, we truly thank you, Father. Your kindness, your mercy continue to reign constantly. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord. Lord, we ask right now, right here, right here at New Life, right now, this church right now, Lord, come on in here. Allow your spirit to come in here this morning. Somebody came in that needed something this morning. Oh, Lord, they came in the right place. Father, we understand that this place right here, Lord, that we can come. And you said that we can ask and request and that you will hear us. Hallelujah. Oh, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Father, right now, those right now that are going through, I know somebody that's going through, somebody that need a job, need food on the table, or the children to turn around and to come back to the Lord, whatever it is, Lord, we ask this right now in Jesus' name. Oh, God, right now we ask you to bless our pastor, the first lady. Bless the congregation. Lord, we thank you for the praise and worship team this morning. Oh, how they worship in the praise of the Lord. We thank you for the colleges this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, let's give him a hand praise this morning. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord, this morning that I was able to bring the word this morning, it's been a, a rough week, it's been a, almost a rough month for us. I know with me and my wife, we constantly just hear just bad, tragic news constantly. Uh, my ex-pastor, um, uh, the bishop that I studied under, uh, we, they had buried him uh, about six months ago. Heard last um, Wednesday, we have, I have prayer with them five days a week, four, five o'clock every morning, five days a week. 
and I know his wife wasn't on there, and we had word that her son, the junior, this bishop's son, his only son, he died suddenly. But it wasn't the just death alone, but the way it happened. His son shot him. I tell you, the devil is busy. The devil is busy. If you don't think he exists, tell you what, just get out of the realm of the Lord. And he will make himself known. I tell you, that, that's why that was a hurting thing because I know him, I talked to him many a times. And he was the kind of hands-on father, which he was a very disciplinarian. And he would, you know, invest his son into every activity, sports, and everything that he could do. And at times, I mean, saw him even question sometimes where, you know, he would not always be in church, but would, you know, have their sons out there, even on Sunday sometimes, you know, soccer or football. And so he, he really, really loved them and really put all the effort into them. But I reminded people uh, Thursday morning that a lot of times, you know, a lot of things is good, but we cannot neglect service. We must get our children into the house of the Lord because only you can only do so much for them. But the Bibles remind us that there are spirit, wickedness, and high places. That you need someone in the spirit on your behalf that will go on your behalf to the Lord. And so I um, been just know, in my mind, going through some things. So I chose Psalms 91. Because Psalms 91 remind us of the safety in the Lord. Psalms 91 remind us that we do have a place that we can go. Psalm 91 remind us that everybody don't know about this place. But this place is for his believers, the children, the ones that call on his name. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, Psalms 91 begins here. Let me pull it up again. Oh, don't be sorry. <laughs> okay, hold on for a minute. It be, um, thought I had it here. Hold on one second. I got it right here. You know, I, I'm still getting used to this. Oh, there we go. Uh oh, oh. What's you here? All right. 
Every time I go to it, he's trying to, all right, come on, now be nice. It begins here as it says, he who dwells in the secret place of the almighty shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I say of the Lord, and I'm reading from the New King James, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wing you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. I heard someone say that this morning. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrows that flies in the day, nor the pestilence that walk in darkness, nor of the destruction that lies waste at noonday. Hallelujah. And I want to stop here because I want to dwell this morning on where he says who dwells, who seek him. Hallelujah. Charles Spurgeon says that throughout this Psalms, it's a cheering Psalms of faith and is at its best. This is one of the favorite of a lot of saints. Amen. And maybe one of the favorite for you. When we read this passage, it reminds us of God's power, amen, his protection, his comfort, and yes, his secret place, secret place of the most high, amen. Even Psalms 27, 5 speaks of it, talks about it. A place all believers can dwell. Those who dwell there can abide under the shadow of the Almighty. We must understand this. To be under the shadow of someone, that means you must be what? Close to someone. Amen. Hallelujah. Knowing his protection is comfort us. As Proverbs 3, chapter 3, 5 says, that we must trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not to our own, what? Understanding and acknowledging him in all thy way. And here in the Psalms, it says, he says, my refuge and my fortress. In other words, I have surrender. I have thrown in, I'm waving the white flag. I have returned to God. He has equipped me with goodness and mercy, compassion, 
forgiveness, I'm at rest. When one dwells in that shadow, yes. In other words, we tarry there, amen? Not only tarry there, we might take a seat there. You can sit up camp there because you're in the presence of the Lord. Amen. See, today we must stay in his presence. Amen. We must dwell in his presence. That, that word dwell is, is, is powerful because it reminds us that as we give time that as we stay there, that it create an atmosphere of blessing. Oh, do y'all hear me this morning? Hallelujah. It create an atmosphere of blessing because we are in that secret place. We are at home in him. The Bible reminds us that there once was a man that he was so caught up in the presence of God that he walked out of this world into heaven. Enoch. Uh, Enoch was so caught up to he didn't realize, I don't think, that he had bypassed his house. Uh, he not kept walking because he was so caught up with the conversation of God, with the mindset that he and God was in, that he didn't pay no attention to the funeral home, nor the graveyard. He was so caught up in the presence of the Lord till he just stepped right on in there. I think the Bible say he was and he was not. He was, he was not. Um, this is what I want to tell somebody this morning, hallelujah, that when you have a mindset that you, whatever you're going through, you take it to the Lord and leave it there. Hallelujah. And understanding that whatever it is, God will work it out. Can I get a witness this morning? Can I get a witness this morning? Oh, hallelujah. Uh, uh, a verse remind me um, of Proverbs 16, 12, it said, when a man ways please the Lord, he make even his enemy, hallelujah, to be at peace with him. Do y'all hear what I'm saying here? So whatever it is to where your enemy will be at peace with him, hallelujah, and we thank you, Lord, for the Lord has given us power, power, to conquer our enemies, hallelujah. And this is one thing that the saints, those that are, that are believers must understand, 
that here in Ephesians 6, 17, it tells us that said that we should take the helmet of salvation, which the sword of the spirit, amen, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and that we should pray always with prayer and supplication and the spirit that watches there undo. It, what it's saying is being ready, it will create a blessed atmosphere. Not only that, it was remind us of the teaching of the Lord. Amen. And, and, and so I'm speaking to those that already have given their lives to the Lord. Amen. And it says here that the word, your sword, is alive. This is what the Bible says. And it's at work. It's sharper. Then the sharpest sword, it cut all the way unto us in the deepest part. The very thing that what you can't move, the very thing the doctor you've been going to, the very thing you taking medication for, but that he have a knife sharpened enough, hallelujah, that he can cut through the deepest part where the soul and the spirit join. Yes, God's word cuts to the center, our joints and bones. It judges the thoughts and feeling in our heart. Nothing in all the world can be hidden from God. Come on, y'all. He see clearly. Can't hide nothing from him. That's why you must surrender and just wave that flag, amen, and just come on to him because you, you can't hide anything from him. Hallelujah. He see clearly all things and everything that's open before him. And to him, we must explain the way we live. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand praise this morning. Let's give him a hand praise this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The Bible also reminds us in verse 7, a thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand. I don't know about you, but when I watch the news and watch and hear things all around me, it seems like about that many falling. Because it's so much. I was listening to the news uh, yesterday and it was saying like, I think four states mass shooting within one day, mass shooting. Constantly something going on. And we need the safety of the Lord. We need to abide in his presence, amen? Amen. Amen. Because if, if some of us not going to make it, amen. Thank you, Lord. And say only with your eyes 
shall you look and see the reward of the wicked? Because you have what? Made the Lord your refuge. Even the most high, high your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any pledge come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. And now we know that this is a powerful scripture because Satan quoted that to Jesus. Amen. Yeah, yeah, he quoted that to Jesus. But we understand here that we don't worry about the one that can kill this body. But the other body, we have to worry about the one that can do both. Amen. Christ is the one that we are concerned because the Bible reminds us that absent from the body, what? Present with the Lord. Amen. It isn't over when someone leaves this world. The Bible reminds us this more or less like the beginning. Amen. Because what we have in him, eternal life. Eternal life. Amen. And it says here, because you have made the Lord, your dwelling place, the principles and promise in this verse are directed toward those who trust in the Lord. Those that who done created that atmosphere are blessing and being fulfilled with his promise. Amen. And, and it's amazing in 14 through 16, it, it, it talks about and this is God's talking. He said, because he loves me, because he loves me, that his life be spared. You know, your love for the Lord, maybe the reason why you exist today, amen? The reason why the accident didn't take you out, the reason why the the sickness and take you out. Reason why God have extended your grace because of your love. And this is what 1416 is saying here. It says here that the Old Testament speaks about long life was considered a sign of God, of someone being blessed. Amen. And, and if someone's life was cut short, they will consider that you might be cursed. You know, but even back in the day, some people say, oh, what he done done? You know, if a child would die or a young man would not live a long time, they would say, oh, you know, they might be cursed and stuff like this. And, and, and that's what they talk about. But the Bible never spoke about anything about uh, uh, calling them a curse because of the life expectancy, amen? But that which we understand of the people at that time. Now, I want to take you back because there's is a um, story in the Bible about Paul, amen? And I'm going to tell you, this is a powerful one 
in Acts, Acts uh, 28. Amen. Acts 28. Amen. Now, Paul is speaking about how being you know, in the presence of the Lord and dwelling you know, in the presence of the Lord. And we understand that Paul had this relationship. It was a powerful relationship. And Paul was being carried about and the centurion had him, bound him, then was taking him uh, to a place in which they were shipwrecked. And Paul had warned them about the weather. He had warned them that God didn't want them to go a certain way. And yet no one listened to Paul. And just like what Paul said, it happened. But here it says in 28 verse 1, now when they had escaped, in other words, the shipwreck, then they then found out that the island was called Mada. What's that? Mada. And the native showed us unusual kindness, is what Paul's saying. And they kindled a fire and made us welcome because the rain was falling and because it was cold. But when Paul had gathered the bundles of stick and laid them on the fire, a snake vapor came out of the heat and fastened to his hand. So when the native saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, uh-huh, uh-huh, see, no doubt, no doubt. This man is a murder. We told you this man is a murder. Uh-huh, look at it. This wouldn't happen. This wouldn't happen. Whom, though he had escaped the shipwreck, yet justice has not allowed him to live. And that, and, and that was their thinking, amen? That was their thinking. No, you can't even got some people think like that today, amen? Amen. But he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. However, they were expecting that he would swell up and suddenly fall dead. Now, let, let, let's bring this home. Have y'all ever been there? Have it ever? See, see, we must understand. Everybody that with you now, that, that love you now, wasn't always there. But what happened, they seen the blessing of the Lord. Some people might even thought that when you first started out, or even with the church or ministry or whatever, that, oh, it ain't going to make it. Just watch what I tell you. It ain't going to work. Have y'all been there? Pastor, have you been there? Anybody been there? Well, folks, so negative. But as it goes on, they're expecting you to wobble, expecting you to fall, but you 
stand and you be being blessed, then next thing you know, they be going, oh, okay, okay. He legit. The Lord with him. Lord blessing him. Oh, maybe he was called to be pastor. Maybe he was called to be a preacher. Uh, but the Bible here tell us that sometimes what we have to do, we have to shake it off. Whatever the negativity is, we must shake it off. Whatever the gossip is, we must shake it off. Hallelujah. Whatever the world, social media say, shake it off. Hallelujah. Whatever. Hallelujah. Because somebody's expecting you to swell up. Somebody expecting you to fall. But after they had looked a long time, hallelujah, and saw no harm come to him, they changed their mind. Oh, let's give the Lord a hand, please. Have anybody been there? Somebody done counted you out. Somebody say you ain't going to be nothing. But somehow as you go on through the years, they change their mind. Why? Because you or somebody have found that dwelling place of the Lord. Hey, come on and give my hand praise. I ain't up here sweating for nothing. I decided to put on a suit because I wanted to look good, but I hope I would. I should have came in a t shirt. She'll be like eight. <laughs> Hallelujah. But that's all right. Hallelujah. The Lord is good and He's good all the time. Amen. I just want to tell somebody that Psalms 91 works. Hallelujah. It works. Whatever it is, whatever you're going through, all I tell you, just go somewhere and get in the dwelling place of the Lord. Lord say that's a place he said is secret, but it's not so secret to the believers because that's your spot. It's only for you. Hallelujah. And you can tell the Lord all that was on your mind. Hallelujah. Because you never know. You can be in Paul situation. Paul didn't set out to be shipwrecked. He didn't want to be on the Isle of Mana. He didn't even want to be there to even get wood. But so happens, things happen. And every time you look around, there's always something coming at you. And, and, and this is what's going on here, church. It's a lot of churches trying to find their way right now. You Every time you look around, you hear preachers staying over here three months. Then they run over there three months. Back over here three months. And they're all over the place. Because we must understand that you might have a plan but you must understand that you might be in God's plan. And regardless of where you go, 
when God says it's time, it's time. When it's your time, it's going to be your time. It doesn't matter what folks say, amen? So we must understand this, that God got this. He have this, amen? Oh, hallelujah. And it says, because he has set his love upon us, therefore, I will love him. This is what the Lord says. I will set him on high because he had known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him in trouble. I will deliver him, honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And we must understand that when God says it, that settles it. It's done. It, it doesn't matter who says. But it, it's just remind me how remarkable the Lord is. In this day and age, you know, uh, the doctors and scientists have traded so much stuff to where sometimes we feel we can depend on that than depend on the Lord. Amen. Medicine have made remarkable change in our lives. It's even allowed, pe allowed people, even like me and maybe some of you, who have high blood pressure or diabetes, arthritis, to live longer, healthier, and happy lives. Medicine have increased the comfort in life. However, there is things in life no medicine can do. Things no prescription or medicine cabinet can provide. And that is the increase in the quality of life. In other words, you can live long, healthy, painless, and still be miserable, long-suffering because the fulfillment don't come from the pharmacy. But from who? From God. Y'all hear what I'm saying? In other words, that's fine, but we can't just depend on that. We must understand that we must learn how to come into that dwelling place and to where the Lord can heal us because he has medicine that no man can match. Hallelujah. And I can tell you the one of that medicine, name of it is what? Love. Oh, ain't, can't nobody love you like Jesus. Oh, can I, come on, come on, give me a hand, please. I said, nobody can love you like the Lord. Nobody. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you. I pray every morning, Lord, give me my medicine. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. It says here that, but the emphasis is in living in his present and in, uh, in harmony with the Holy Spirit. That the life worth living with true quality and purpose is in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Let's give him a hand, please. Y'all getting anything out of this? Amen. Amen. I tell you, we thank him. We thank him. We thank him. Amen. Um, I think I done reached to almost my end here. I don't know why my pad trying to act up. It's all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just start practicing more on it because I use my Bible. Amen. The book. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, it's still acting up. But in a word, I thank the Lord for you this morning. Uh, let's give him a hand praise again. This word. I know we have a meeting this morning. Amen. So I, I, I realized that everybody came out, it's not only for me, it's for me also, amen. I would love to take credit, but <laughs> it's not that. But I thank the Lord this morning. Uh, bow your heads this morning. Lord, I thank you this morning. Lord, I thank you for your word this morning. Lord, I ask you this morning, is anyone here this morning that needs you, you need to get in that dwelling place. Father, we ask in Jesus' name, that you touch their hearts. You help them, Lord, to come to that place, Lord, where they can get help. Oh, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, this world needs you. I need you. This community needs you. And we thank you, Father. Oh, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your word today. We thank you for the service. In the mighty name of my Lord Jesus Christ, we all agree by saying amen.